Hey everyone, welcome to episode 3 of Tea at the Crossroads. Today, uh, my lovely co-host Courtney Roy and I will be having a discussion about the album Kabbalista that is um, currently revised, uh, I don't know how to say it, reformed I guess, (laughs) Um, for the profane. And it's such a good album. It's such a good... It's a wonderful experience to listen to. Um, so please go give it a listen. And go give Silky Girl social medias a lo- some loving. Because she is an amazing trans icon to me. Um, this album spoke volumes through just her journey of, of self-discovery and... And the way she used the occult to help her in a way is just beautiful. Um, hopefully sometime soon she will allow me to give ask her a few questions and kind of get to know her more. Um, and we'll probably be recording that for this podcast. Ah, get excited! Um, but without further ado, here's the episode. everyone my name is Courtney and my name is Kimberly and welcome to tea at the crossroads yay um I'm super excited about today's episode guys uh today we're going to be covering um our kind of like thoughts and feelings on the album Kabbalista by Selkie Girl um, and how it kind of relates to both of us in a way, because I definitely um, vibe more with like the emotional side of it m- more than like the um, the hard like occult kind of knowledge that she's yeah. put into the album. Yeah, and what but, I appreciate um, about the album. It's just the fact that it is so, like, rich in spirituality. And I think that that's really cool. And I think it's really fascinating. And it shows a lot about her thought process as an artist. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, now, I, I'm i going to 110% promote the shit out of her because she is such an amazing <laughs> artist. Um, she has a podcast called The Kabbalista Podcast where she goes more in-depth into kind of like her creative side of the album and what she incorporated into it and like what it actually is Mm -hmm. rather than just (laughs) listening to us talk about it yeah and our viewpoints um she also has a patreon where it goes even more in depth than the podcast does and I was subscribed for like a couple months but then I lost my job so (laughs) (laughs) life (laughs) exactly um so do you want to where do you want to start I just want to say yeah like major shout out to Selkie girl because I 
wasn't aware of the podcast before you told me about it. And I like binged it last week or like this week. And it's so good. And can I just say like, I love her voice. I don't know if that's like weird to say, but like whenever I listen to that podcast, it's like so enchanting just listening to her voice. I'm like, yes, Mm -hmm. this is amazing. I want to learn from you forever. And yeah, I really recommend the podcast. I love it a lot. Yes, yes, me too. I like, I listen to it over and over again at work. It's so good. It's, and not only that, but like you can listen to it once and then listen to it again and Mm -hmm. get more knowledge from it because you pick up other things that you just, you just didn't pay attention to. Yes. Um, So the Kabbalista album is kind of her uh, journey of self-discovery through um, her occult practice that she um, does, which is um, Hermetic Kabbalah, which is completely different from Jewish traditional Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. In a way, it's kind of basically like a whitewashed form of it. But there are still those those core lessons and those core ties to Jewish traditional Kabbalah. And she it's definitely like such a trans girl power album. It's it yeah. goes through it goes through her journey of like self-discovery and how she went from identifying as a cis straight, a cis gay man to this beautiful trans woman who was mm-hmm. just rocking the world. I yes. love her so much. Um, it, it just... There's a line at the very end of the album, I know... <laughs> I know that we're like starting from the end or whatever, <laughs> but there's a line in the very last song, um, You, Me, Us, We, yes. that says, uh, crown is in the kingdom and the kingdom mm-hmm. in the crown. And what I took away from that is that not it, it, everything is interconnected. Yeah. And there's no such thing as like, a separation me and you know source or me and like the tree outside you know we're all like kind of interconnected in a way that we all came from the same place and I just think that that is so beautiful because it's like why are we it, it makes you think, why are we fighting all these different, like, binary terms and, and rules and and these things that the, not to be rude, but like, you know, a cis straight white man mm-hmm. has just put out there and it says, this is law. Yeah. Why are we, why are we abiding by that? There's no reason to. We, this... T- this is 2021 girl <laughs> basically you know and I really appreciate her for that because this album whenever I first discovered this album 
it was whenever it first blew up on TikTok and mm-hmm. you know everybody was like oh my goodness if you like listen to this album you'll astral project and and see demons and all this other stuff and it's like that's not what this album is like you have if you listen to it it's it's a work of empowerment for trans girls through spirituality and how you know there is a divinity in all of us Mm. and it's not just there's and it's not that separation that we think that there is yes Kimberly is preaching out here love it I I have such a strong feeling about this album like I cannot I I cannot yes I whenever it blew up on TikTok and everybody was just this is this album is of the devil like you're you're gonna meet demons and mm-hmm. and see evil things and all this other stuff I and then I was like well you know me I like to get myself in this sketchy situation right so I put in my headphones and I was like, let's see demons. Mm-hmm. And and as I listened to it, I realized this isn't about like seeing demons and astral projecting. This is a story. This yeah. is somebody's life story that they put into 45 minutes, mm-hmm. which is astounding to me. Yeah, it's really funny because that was like a huge controversy on TikTok was like, don't listen to this album. It's going to make you astral project out of your body. You shouldn't listen to it if you're not a witch or if you're not like experienced in magic and all of that. And I think that it takes away from like what you were saying exactly. Like this is an experience. This, This whole album is a whole story. It's a journey. And I remember the first time that I listened to it. I think it was with you actually, when we were doing, like we were all in like this one audio call and we were just like listening to it. And I remember I was just like, this is insane. Like I was like literally experiencing parts of myself through the music. It was so powerful. Yes. Um, I also, I want to jump to my, (laughs) I want to jump to my favorite song. My favorite song is uh, both of these songs are my top two favorite songs um god of war and sapphire god of war to me is very much like you're on this journey of self-discovery and then at some point you your ego and your true self other yeah And you just, they both, like, collide in a way that just makes this really angry. And it's, and, but this, this raid needs to be, and needs to be understood to get to Sapphire, which is the destruction of the ego. Mm-hmm. that you can actually see who your true self is right which yes I 
and the more that the more that I listen to this album, the more that I discover parts of my like the, exactly. I used to I used to identify as a cis gay man just like her but there's just every time I listen to this album it just brings out like this I don't even know what it is because I no longer I am kind of like experimenting with the with my identity and and how I feel about myself and how I want to present to the world. Really, it's such a, it's just, it's just a emotional ride that sometimes I can't like I just can't put it into words on how this album is, you know. Yeah, do you feel like this album gave you permission? Because I remember the first time that I listened to it, it felt like especially in God of War, like what you were saying, where it felt like I had someone giving me permission to feel anger and to feel like all of the things. And I remember I just had like so many powerful, just like visions and encounters when I was listening to that song. I don't 110% because and I don't, I don't think I felt like any kind of anger or like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to describe it as anger because whenever you whenever I whenever I anger I think of like somebody like pissed off in a way that yeah it's different though yeah right and so I, I would set with myself than anything because you know, I'd never put thought into the fact that I could be something else. I could, I wouldn't say necessarily I could be trans because I don't, I don't, I like the way that I feel and I Mm -hmm. don't necessarily identify as like a trans woman, you know? That's why I just felt upset with myself because this whole time I thought that I didn't appreciate who I was and my, the like the way that I felt about myself because of the way that I looked and it's it, I found out that it's not that that wasn't the reason why I was so upset with myself it was because I kept presenting myself to like my friends and my family and just like the world in a way that I know is not how I feel on the inside, you know? Yeah. That's good. I love that. That's how you know that I... an, like art is good when it like gives you that that clarity that you never knew that you needed and then it just like snaps into place. And then, and then it becomes this whole avalanche of like you lose touch with yourself. You lose touch with yourself. Now, well, where the fuck am I now? You know, like who am I? Who is this? I don't. What is happening? And then um, later on down the road, you come back and you're you have this renewed sense of self and 
you you feel like you are kind of starting to get to know yourself in a way that nobody else can know you. Yeah. Um let's move on to okay. All my scars. <laughs> that song is amazing. To me, that song represents you accepting things for what they are. Mm. And whenever I say that, I mean your like as in your past. You accept them yeah. for what they are so that way you can move on from that. And you can become, you know, the person that you want to be in a way that makes you happy to be here and you know live life and not want to jump out of a window (laughs) or like you know (laughs) just want to crawl into a hole and never come out of it because everything is so terrifying and you've you know experienced all these all these horrible things and it's just accepting yeah accepting that song is is about acceptance and it's it's not an acceptance in a way that people expect whenever you think acceptance because whenever i think acceptance i think of like an apology and like you you know you accepting apology yeah Yeah, I, I was just like thinking that, that song. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, I was just agreeing with what you said. I feel like what you said about acceptance that like really resonated with me because I was thinking when I think of acceptance, I think of it almost as like a defeat. It's almost like okay, I have to accept this because there's no other option, rather than I'm accepting this because I choose this option and because I want this option. And so one of the lyrics is till all my scars shine like stars cast in gold deathless in the afterglow and for me it's just it's not just about acceptance it's about like radically embracing those scars to the point where they glow and they become a part of you and this bright part of you this part that's like so illuminated that it takes over the brokenness and over the darkness and I think that it's like like you said it's so much more than just acceptance it's like really embracing it yeah it's 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 making your scars into instead of something ugly that you tried to cover up and hide you let people see it for what it is you're like this has happened to me and I may or may not like it but it's happened and I, I, I have to accept it because there's no changing the past. There's no changing things that have already happened, you know? And yeah. I think that that is, that, that lyric, the first time I heard that lyric, the first mm-hmm. time I heard that song, I broke down because it just, the way she sings it and mm there's just something about it that just resonates so deeply 
with me that I just couldn't hold it. I just hold it in. <laughs> I broke down into tears. It's like this is this is exactly what I needed to hear. And I feel like this album has a way of coming into your life when you least expect it. But you <laughs> yeah. later look back at when the out al- when you learned it when you learned about it that you absolutely needed to listen to it big yes like i absolutely. i 110 believe that this album was meant to reach me whenever it whenever it did because whenever it did i was in such a dark place i was in the most unbearable depression that i could have been in and this album was such a light in that darkness that i really i really just changed everything within because of this album and within those three months i was listening nothing but this album yes I cannot rant and rave yeah. about this album. It's a good album. Like I, I'm really glad that I found this album because for me, I was like the opposite. I didn't listen to it again for a long time because my first like experience with it was so powerful that I was like, I just want to like capture that moment in time and like I never want to get tired of these songs and so I was like I'm just gonna like not listen to it and then the second time I listened to it it was like just as intense and I just I just yeah I really love this album because of its ability to like remind me of my own soul I feel like I go on a journey every single time that I listen to it and it's almost become like this sacred experience that I prepare myself for like when we were preparing for this episode I was like let me take my space and my time to sit in the dark and really just like meditate on this album because it's something that I just feel like I really have to connect with and like experience it. Yes. It, it, it's, it's definitely something that, and she says it every time she talks about this album, this is not something that can be like played on a loudspeaker <laughs> throughout the house. This is something that needs to be you have both headphones in yeah and you are just in that state where you're open to all messages yeah whether that be from the music or from like your higher self the divine that you that you believe in and that's such a that's i feel like that changes the experience Mm mm-hmm that changes the experience of music in general to me is whenever you are just in in i i want to say like in the zone yeah you know where you're like meditating but you're not like focused yeah yes you are you're very hyper focused and you can listen to the lyrics for mm-hmm. what they are and not just listening to it because you need something to fill the void you know it's definitely not like played in the background while you're working music (laughs) yeah no it's not because I've tried (laughs) that's exactly what I did whenever I first started my my job is I've listened to nothing but this album 
but whenever I started to work and I tried to listen to it, mm-hmm. I just couldn't. And I think it, I think it's because it's such a yeah. personal experience that you have to just sit and do nothing and yeah. listen. It like demands your energy and your full attention. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, another topic that I wanted to discuss um, is kind of the the kind of blurred lines that she she talks of she discusses mm-hmm. in a way in the album um, because she, the way she words things is very much um, against like the binary and it's not black and white at all it's very gray because that's honestly that's how I see everything too is there's no black and white there's no this or that boy girl yes no kind of way it's very much everybody has their own experience and within these experiences there's there's truth to it there's the only thing to me that matters is truth and it's not like in in a way that's like truth and mm-hmm. lie it's truth to who you are and the way that you are living in in this yeah. world and in this time and dimension and all that other woo-woo stuff <laughs> you know <laughs> that woo-woo stuff that's real though right like yeah, like you have to yes, learn how to like exist yes. in your own in your own like soul and like figure out what feels true for you or else you're just like living a meaningless existence that's lived for other people rather than for yourself yeah and who wants to exactly. live for other people live not your- me <laughs> I don't have the time <laughs> for it I can barely live for myself at this point honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else do I have here? Um, another really good song where that I just can't get enough of is, um, every, it's every drop and given it all because both of those songs talk about the destruction of these of these beliefs that you set up for yourself because to me what she's saying is if you constantly live by these you know beliefs and and things that you set up for yourself in the beginning you'll never get anywhere you know you'll always be in that stagnant beginning stage so, you know, whenever things come across you that, you know, go against your beliefs or are kind of like an opposition of them, you look more into it. Don't just ignore it and just put it off. Because how are you supposed to learn and grow and and be able to perceive other people if you're only perceiving your own yourself you know 
Mm, deep. I love it. I love hearing your reflections on all of these. And I think that everybody, like, it's interesting because mine are kind of similar, but also different. And I think it speaks to like what you said about this album being very much like not black and white. And we can all like step away from it with like something different. And I just love that because it just leaves room for everybody to have their own experience. But I completely resonate with what you said. Yeah. And it's like, I, I've always been the per. I've, I feel like this album really resonated with me in a way that it took me back yeah. to the beginning of of my spiritual journey that I started mm-hmm. two years ago. Uh, and it's like, okay, so we're gonna start at the beginning. And then, you know, let's build from that instead of just starting at the beginning and then taking in all this different information, but Mm. never doing anything about it, you know? And that's what I really love about this, that those two songs is that it said, well, I can't remember. Um, I think it's every drop in the beginning of it. it. she yeah, says you're not gonna like this right now. Not that's one it, bit. Yeah. <clears throat> and whenever I heard that, I was like, "Oh, this song is about this song is about to hit. <laughs> this song is about to knock me <laughs> down. <laughs> this song is about to knock me down a few pegs, and I'm not ready for it." <laughs> because as, uh, after she says that, she starts listing off things that people you know, get upset and triggered about whenever it comes to kind of spirituality stuff. Um, Which I am, I am obsessed with. Whenever somebody comes at your beliefs in a way, not necessarily in a way that's like attacking them, but in a way that's, that's contradicting them to where you're, you have to think and, and, and ask yourself, wait, is this, is this true? Mm -hmm. Is this real? Right? Uh, No, like you're so right. I'm listening, I'm looking at the lyrics right now and I'm just gonna, just gonna read them. Um, It says, you're not gonna like this, not one bit. Do you think you can handle it? And then it says, what if I told you good and evil isn't real? What if I told you, what if I told you doesn't matter how you feel? What if I told you that it doesn't mean a thing? And so like you said, it's like, literally like breaking down all of these beliefs that we may or may not be holding and forcing us to like look at them and it is super uncomfortable like you're not gonna like it at first because it's like you have to like look at that and you have to see like okay am I open to changing am I open to growing am I open to having all of like the tables in my mind flipped over and I don't know like you said it's just really powerful to think about what would happen if all of those broke down and we could start again from the beginning? Like you said, like what would happen if we just wiped the slate clean? The song is powerful. Yeah, it's super good. It, it, I just, I love that she makes you question everything in this album. She makes you basically, basically, it's so she good. Existential <laughs> crisis. <laughs> but it's like it's not like those existential crisis crises that yeah. send you into like a panic and it's like oh my god like what is happening right now 
it's one of those existential crises that makes you think and it makes you question what you know and what you what you have, what you have set yourself yeah. to believe yeah like uh, there's one line that says um what if I told you mm-hmm. that your goddess is a whore and that <laughs> resonated with me so much because at the time at the time I was kind of like petitioning Aphrodite and because I was very much looking for somebody like an entity to embody and mm-hmm. and to come in and help me like learn self-love and all that good stuff and whenever she said that I was like <laughs> oh my goodness wait <laughs> wait what if my goddess is a whore <clears throat> I, and then not only that but I felt like she was also kind of talking about mm-hmm. Lilith because she's known as um, kind of like a, yeah. a whore it's really funny that you say that because I was actually didn't... working with her at the time when I like listened to this I was going through that like weird transition of kind of like reevaluating my relationship with her so that was really yeah you're completely right It, 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 she just makes you think and, and not in a way that is upsetting or terrifying but it's a way of you know trying to get to know yourself and who you who you really truly are and believe in when it comes to spirituality and yes. I love that so much and what you said about um, the um, existential crisis it almost feels like this entire album is like a guided existential crisis. Like, I feel like it's safe to go through that existential breakdown because I have someone like guiding me through it. And like the music is so perfectly orchestrated. Like at one moment, you know, we're in this very intense, like questioning everything. And then we're taken to this like pause where we get to breathe. And then in the end, like the last track is just so, so beautiful. And it just like unifies everything. And it reminds us that like, we're all connected and we're all safe. And so it felt like a safe container to go through that, like whole breakdown and and processing moment. Yes. And not only that, but it, it, it feels like you're going through it with somebody else. Like even minus the part where we all (laughs) listen to it together it feels like she's taking you through the beginning stages of an existential crisis that she's had and that she's letting us know this may be happening even in your life as, as you're listening to this as you're walking down the road to go get coffee with your friend or something, you know, but you're not alone. We all go through this. And it's something that everybody in the spiritual community needs in a way, especially right now. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Don't even get me started on (laughs) all the drama that's happening in the spiritual community right now. Yeah, we'll We'll spill that to you a little later. But it's it's so it's, 
that last that last song is what really ties uh, the yeah. entire album together. And the it's just that song is about togetherness and and how everything just intermingles and we all have the same experiences but we also don't you know and I I just love 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 it Uh, yeah that that last piece was really beautiful Um, like I I think I cried the first time I listened to it like at the end of that one because it was just so good and not only that but the the way she conveys the message of togetherness through that song is like I don't know I don't know how anybody (laughs) else can make it more clear you me us we you me us we girl Mm -hmm. we're all the same person (laughs) um let's see what else do I have here um I think we've covered all of my notes do you have anything um i didn't have anything specific i guess maybe since this was like a huge not controversy but just like a topic with this album was like spiritual experiences while listening to it like did you experience any of that the first time that you listened um the first time I listened to it, I was laying in my bed, candles everywhere, <laughs> because I was like, we're going to set the mood. It's going to be, we're going to have a wonderful experience. I'm going to meet some demons. <laughs> we're going to see some deities. It's going to be fun. <clears throat> but I definitely experienced visions in a way that yeah, I've never experienced before. Because I've never experienced, like, extremely vivid visions when I wasn't asleep. And whenever I listened to this album, the visions were... It felt like I was... Like, I was experiencing this. I mean, I may have... (laughs) Might have also projected... I don't know. Um, because I've never I have never been able to recreate the experience that I had the first yeah. time I listened to this album. That's so funny. I how you say <laughs> I might have astral projected. Cause honestly, that like the first time I listened to this, it was a whole trip. I have no idea what was happening. Like I was just like on the ride. I was in it. I had no way to exit out of it. I mean, I could have, but I didn't want to because it was just such a cool experience. And I was just like in the moment. And I like to this day, and it's been like, again, like it's almost been a whole year since I've listened to it the first time. And I can still see like the visions that I had for each song and like the whole journey that I went on with each song. And like, Mm -hmm. it's so vivid and I still remember it. So I definitely like, and I, I would say that if anyone's like, heard the rumors about you know it's a scary album you're gonna be like possessed or anything like that like don't listen to that you're really gonna have like an amazing experience if you just like let it be amazing and if you just listen to the music and um enjoy the process because it can really like it opened up so much for me yeah and and she talks about Mm -hmm. in the first episode of her podcast um how her boyfriend, you know, uh, does mm-hmm. kind of psychedelic drugs. 
and she was very inspired by the kind of journey into the psyche and you know kind of that that inner yeah very inner self and that's and she tried to recreate that experience with this album yeah which she 110 <laughs> did i don't even know how that's possible but she did it <clears throat> she did and i she took i think she said 13 months to write this write and produce this entire album and she all she did was eat sleep work and gym for 13 months she didn't see any of her friends she didn't see she didn't hang out with anybody and that's what really um she was dead wow that explains why it's so like powerful and so just like I don't know, you can feel all of the work and all of the energy that happened during this, like, the making of this album, and it, like, comes through in the story when you're listening to it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I that's think it that's for me, normal. too. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Um, And I will see you guys in the outro. Uh, That was. I love that. I I am too. Like hearing you talk about it just made me so much more excited to like listen to it again. I love it. It's so good. Oh, and I'm so I hope she loves it. And I hope she can hear the passion that we have for this album. Because I hope she she knows that this like is really like a legit good album. It's this is an amazing it's not even like I don't even (laughs) see it as an album anymore. Like I see it as like somebody's life story told through an occult practice like i see it as an well yeah and like i also remember i watched like the most recent podcast i'm sure you've probably watched it it's like episode 17 and she talks about how like this whole kabbalista like brand it's like an experience like it's a whole learning container and i just i like love that because i feel like this album is like an initiation into a spiritual learning and into like a a whole way of of thinking and being if you let it spiral into that and so yeah i love it mm-hmm. i and not only that but i feel like the whenever mm-hmm. the whole controversy with the album started it was because probably yeah. somebody did some kind of psychedelic and listened to this album yeah. and they probably had like a bad trip or something so they posted about it on the internet and then it just became this exactly it just became something that it's not and that's what i hated whenever i whenever those videos would come across my for you page on tiktok yeah i'd be like this is such bullshit <laughs> like i don't get out of yeah here. like spiritual things happened when i was listening to it but it was no by no means like a scary or like freaky thing it was just an experience of the music And I, I, you can so tell that she. Yeah, that's amazing. I had no idea she worked on it for that long. That's. I love it. This was so good. Ah, I'm so.
how did everyone like that episode? I hope you uh, sat through it. <laughs> it was kind of a long one. Um, I really hope y'all enjoyed it because this album was just phenomenal and beautiful and such a journey emotionally and, and spiritually for me that I just I just needed somebody to listen to it. I needed somebody to listen to how it felt to me and and just kind of my experience with it. Um, I let Selgi listen to the episode before I edited it down and um, I'm posting it today. And her feedback was something that I never thought I would be able to get. And the fact that she willingly listened to it and and shared her commentary with me was just phenomenal and I loved it so much. Um hopefully we can get her on the ep- on a episode of he- of the podcast and um we can get to talking about kind of the story behind it and and ask her some questions about um her practice and and western esotericism and the occult that she studies. Um super excited about that also when it comes to social media guys follow us because i am wanting to do an episode with courtney where we answer a bunch of girls questions um so yeah follow us give us a like rate us on on anywhere that you listen to your podcasts because it really does help um to get us out there and you know, so that we can build up a community together and, and find people that are like-minded like us. Um, that's it for me. All right, guys, I will talk to y'all next time on Tea at the Crossroads.